Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Steve Rosenblum. There was a keg stand I lost to an 81-year-old lady. She got off the main <laughs> floor, and then, and, but I was, it was really close. Mark Grody. I've been waiting to get a hold of this guy for years. Yeah, like like Channel 2 News is out there interviewing people. Yeah, I've been talking to my wife about getting Steve. He wants connected my dots and more to my plate. I'm going to dunk his ass. They suck, so you don't have to. Can't you morons do anything right? Founding members of the WB Club. Smoke weed every day. The three words that describe this show, and I quote. Stink, stank, stunk. It's Saturday Suckage on the score. We should be 670 WSUK. Welcome in. Saturday Suckage is here. Steve Rosenblum is here. Let's find out who else is here and listen up closely. We have a new addition to the Suckage Roll Call. First, Grobber. It sucks and it freebases. Don Cooper. If I think something sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. Jake Arietta. This sucks. Really, it does. Albert Almora. Damn, Willie, man, like, do we suck? Loy Jimenez. Hey, you guys not gonna make anyway. You guys are suck. Hey, when when I got trade the next day, oh, welcome to the suck team. Toby. Oh my God, this sucks. Random Bears fan. Terry Bars finally made a list of somebody who thinks he sucks besides I do. Liam Hendricks. I wouldn't say seeking perfection. It's just mainly trying not to suck. Julie Swika. Man, that sucks. Wilson Contreras. Losing, losing suck. I'll tell you that, and, and that's all I can say. George Wentz. We had fun, uh, but there you go. I sucked. Garth Algar. Get it off, man! Get it off! It's sucking my will to live. Steve Dahl. Disco sucks. Disco sucks. Candace Parker. Um, I mean, it sucks. Roquan Smith. Yeah, man. 
Sucks. And let's welcome to the class, so fitting, so perfect, Zach Levine. Sucks to have it happen game one. Yeah, Max Levine. Starting game one, sucked that it happened. Welcome to Saturday Suck. I'm Steve Rosenblum. I suck so you don't have to. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios. Brought to you by your local Hyundai dealer. Phone number here at the Score. 312-644-6767. That'll get you to our listener line. Powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. That number, 312-644-6767, also gets you to the scores text zone as it got the 779 texture before the show even started. Double suckage over here. I got you fellas on, and I'm doing the leaves. Two times the suckage. Okay. Well, I don't know what guys there are. I guess Sean. John Sears, are you here? I am. You're one of the guys. I guess so. Okay. Yeah, Welcome. The leaves. Welcome to, to Double Suckage. There we go. It's the bonus program. Okay, so, so much happened. Free NBA basketball last night. Free NHL hockey yesterday. Free baseball in the World Series. The Bulls beat the Raptors for no good reason. In OT last night, in a game that I think, judging by the celebration, sent them to the Stanley Cup Finals. But it was better than letting Zach Levine sink your season again, our newest member of the suckage roll call. The Blackhawks beat the Golden Knights 4-3 to in overtime. Philip Kurashev potted the winner. Now, yes, let's get right to it. Connor Bedard scored, and that's all that matters to most people. Connor Bedard has become Tiger on the tour. He's Tiger Woods on the tour. It doesn't matter about anybody else or who's the leader or what have. Did Connor Bedard score? Yes, he scored. And Kurashev got him the win on the ice of the Stanley Cup champions. I just, he has. And around here, he's Tiger Woods on the tour. So the Blackhawks have won in Pittsburgh, Toronto, and now Vegas, right? That doesn't suck. That's that pretty impressive, that, right? That doesn't suck for a team that sucks. Maybe they'll win the Lawrence O'Brien trophy. Who knows? And Adolis, Adolis Garcia did it again. Home run in five straight playoff games. Garcia walked off the Diamondbacks in the 11th, 6-5, to five, which created one of the weirdest stats I've ever heard in the World Series. The Diamondbacks have played four road games in the World Series. Four World Series road games. Three in Yankee Stadium and now one in Texas. They have given up a two-out, ninth, not two-out, a two-run ninth-inning homer in three of them. Yesterday was Corey Seager to tie the game. Wait, you've played in four World Series, and you've given up a two-run homer, four road World Series games, you've given up a two-run homer in the ninth inning in three of them. And what happened in the other one? You beat Mariano Rivera, the wow. greatest reliever of all time. Oh, my God, that ninth inning. My guest today, 1120, score reporter Mark Grody, 
at noon, senior score NFL analyst Hub Arkish. And at 1 o'clock, Ricky O'Donnell, Bleacher Report. He'll be talking to us about the Bulls, of whom he tweeted, Bulls and Raptors yesterday set the sport back 100 years or 50 years. What did he say, Sean? 50 yeah, years? Yeah, 50 years. 50, yeah. Just 50 years. Just 50. Yeah. So other stuff we're going to get to today. Owen Kreutz had a stunning thought on Justin Fields. He aired it on the score. We'll bring that to you. In a league in which so many people say the scouting of a quarterback many times is like nobody knows nothing, then why do so many people insist that Tyson Bajan is just a backup? My research show, and I I tried to connect with Tyson Bajan on LinkedIn. Oh, did you? He's on LinkedIn. I'll bring that story later. But okay. I wanted to tell him there have been as many great NFL quarterbacks from Shepard University as there have been from The Ohio State University. That's not wrong. Right. That's my research, right? All the hullabaloo about Ohio, The Ohio State University. Oh, you break into Keith Jackson immediately. Guess what? They all suck in the end of it. They don't all suck. There's never been a great one. So why not? NFL people don't know crap about it. Look at Ryan Bays. Look at the guy who brought you Justin Fields. Okay? He couldn't find a quarterback at a Manning Thanksgiving. And he's given the opportunity to bring you two, and he sucks. He's drafted two. They suck. They're not good enough, that's for sure. And really, I mean, I'll get to this later, but if you're still asking if Justin Fields is the guy, don't you already have your answer? Moving right along. I have a stat that will make all Chicago fans smile and it will lead to a discussion who's going to win the championship who will win the next title in chicago we'll start with that stat and we'll walk you through it wb club news a local bakery is making brownies that kick in quicker where have you been all our lives it will it's true it's a thing yeah okay and in the cultural zeitgeist sean put together a new an opening for this this happens to be the this week is the 99th anniversary of the greatest lead in sports writing history. Wow. We'll talk about that. Oh, and we have the fifth greatest riff in rock music. It's a good one. Yeah, it is. It will be because I picked it. I'm sure people will love it, too. But, well, as long as we can put blood in somebody's urine, yeah. we've accomplished it. We did immediately. We put this, said, okay, smoke on the water. That's the greatest riff in rock history. And then satisfaction and then running down a dream by Petty. And somebody got so angry on the, on the tweeter lines. No, the text lines. So I thought, well, if it makes somebody mad, let's do it. Okay, so we will. But first, on Saturday Suckage, how fitting is this? Max Levine sucks again, and he sucks often, and then he makes the biggest play that leads to the winning basket and perhaps the dumbest and worst and ugliest and most entertaining game the Bulls will play. Really, that's that's what happened. There were the, the, the Bulls led by, the Bulls had a 20 nothing run. The Raptors had a 21 to nothing run. I mean, it's just the Bulls should have won in regulation. The Raptors should have won in regulation. The Raptors should have won in overtime. The Bulls should have won in overtime. 
and leave it to Max Levine, a guy who shoots on a team that is emphasizing shooting and he sucks, over six for threes, and I think it's three for, is it three for 19 on the season total, something like that, something really bad. And now he might not play. Max Levine might not play tonight because of lower back spasms. But he made the play that needed to be made. And even the hero of the game, DeMar DeRozan, he tried to choke. He tried to give it away. He kept missing free throws down the stretch. They're giving you free throws. You stand there. The guy who won't take threes, won't make for threes, loves to take twos, and he's got the pump fake to get him an and one, you have to hit that one. And he missed like half his free throws down the stretch in the last 12 seconds. Oh, my God. And they still won, and now thanks to Alex Caruso's corner three, off a pass by Levine, off a steal by Alex Caruso. And what I mean by, I mean, there's so many stupid things that went on, like the Bears, the Bulls couldn't get themselves started. Again, it was a slow start. How do you do that? What did they do in Nashville? What did they do in training camp? What what does Billy Donovan do for a living? They couldn't get themselves started to start the season, to start the second straight home game. This is your job. They are such an embarrassment, the way these guys prepare. What did they do all summer? What did they do in Nashville? Once you got past Kumbaya, something had to happen. It should have been basketball-related. Maybe they could try that next time. Where was I? What else was I saying? I can't remember. The Bulls were that bad, huh? And Caruso, in talking about the stupidity of the game on both sides, if you're the Toronto Raptors, I'm not wishing that upon you, but if you're the Toronto Raptors and you have a lead and you know you're running out of clock, you can't just hold the ball and dare the Bulls to foul you. And there's Alex Caruso. Without a question, the best defender. He was like a plus 25 yesterday, right? And Zach Levine was a minus 23. Just in case you wondered how much Zach Levine sucks, he was a minus 23. Two for nine from three. That's his start of the year, by the way. Thanks for clarifying the crap. Yeah, Suckage. But you are the Toronto Raptors, and you're going at Alex Caruso in the dying seconds of a game in which you're trying to protect the lead on the road. There are four other players out there for the Raptors, none of whom would be guarded by Alex Caruso, all of whom could do a pretty good job because you've gotten to the point where you're holding a lead. And they go at Alex Caruso. So stupid gets what stupid deserves. They go at him. Caruso strips the ball, gets it, and Levine grabs it, runs down the court, and it looked like, and this is where Max Levine did a really good job of realizing I suck and he's open. Instead of instead of forcing the layup, just said, look, I'm a hero after all because that's what we do here. He whipped the pass to Caruso, open in the corner, catch, shoot, ball game. That was terrific. 
but there's so much always depended upon the kindness of, of the stupid, the stupidity of strangers. I mean, it was just such a bad, just a bad game. So many dumb things happened. And here we are with the Bulls at 500. I don't know that anybody can make the connection between the arguments, the forced communication, the the team meeting, playing horrible to start the year and then trying to hash it out between what happened Wednesday and what happened last night. But something happened. Something happened. Now, you can have Booch yell at the coach. You can have the players not know what they're – the coach – Looks, in fact, Billy Donovan looks like an idiot when, yeah, I want this. I want the arguing. I want the confrontation. I want them to talk. And then they come out and they suck to start the game again. Well, guess what? Someone or everyone is doing something wrong. And it starts with you, Billy. You wanted this. But something happened. The, the game turned into last year, Alex Crusoe playing maniacal defense. Zach Levine not being able to be counted on, especially in the clutch. And DeRozan, two-point shots, two-point shots, hit the free throws, going to carry you all the way through. But it was a win for a team that desperately needed a win. Just to get to 500, two games into the season, it seems that drastic. It seems this team appears this Fragile. And speaking of fragile, Zach Levine, Max Levine has lower back spasms, might not play tonight. They play the second game of a back-to-back with key players having played 40 minutes yesterday because of overtime, and now they're playing in Detroit. You will hear that game on the score, 545, Chuck's pregame. We'll see what happens, and I'll bet you can't guess. I don't know what's going to happen. But I do believe that bad and stupid basketball will be part and parcel of it. And the Bulls have shown they can win despite that. Congratulations. Sure, that's the scouting category. I'm Steve Rosen. We'll take a break. When we come back, talk some Bears, my friend, with my friend, Mark Rohde. He's been covering the Bears all week. Tyson Bajant, game two. And we'll see who's healthy on that offensive line and what else Mark knows. Welcome to Saturday Suckage. I suck so you don't have to. Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Oh, hi, Mark. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A 312 texture to the scores text line. 312-644-6767. A 312 texture says, NBA sucks. Sounds like the Bulls still suck. Please hurry up with this segment and get the football talk. Bears. Okay, here's Mark Grody. Get the football talk. Oh, hi, Mark. What's going on, Steve? Are we and everybody listening in suckage land ready for... Tyson Bajan part two, his second NFL start. And I think everybody is wondering, what are we going to see this time? Are they going to add a couple more wrinkles? Luke Getze going to actually try to fire the ball down the field, see what this guy can do? Because I think they should. I, I believe all that was there last week. And I believe the Bears executed a disciplined and smart version of take what they give us. Now, the old Raiders under Al Davis was, you know, take what the defense gives us. We take what we want. But I think with Tyson Bajant and the way the Bears went about it with the, the revelation that was Dante Foreman and all the questions like, where has he been all of our lives? But the idea that there would only be a limited number of plays. It would be only limited, I think, by the personnel available. I think there was a lot there, but they played the game smart. I mean, the third that third quarter, that didn't even exist. The Bears made it disappear. Yeah, they did. I mean, they had the luxury of just kind of running out the clock and, you know, not – making Tyson Bajan have to do anything risky. It almost was all a little bit too perfect to me, though. Like, I think things are going to probably change <laughs> for this game. But, but no, but but to your point, it was. It was a really good game plan. It was really well executed. And the coaches got in Tyson Bajan's ears last week. And that was, I mean, part of the game plan was let's not make mistakes. Let's Let's follow the script. Let's not improvise. If you do what we tell you to do, we think that we have a game plan that can help you win. And it's going to be the same in this game in that they are going to ask Tyson Bajan to carefully uh, pay attention to what they want him to do. But I do think that obviously, you know, with L.A. having looked at what Tyson Bajan did in his first full game in the NFL – they're going to try like crazy to take away those short passes and obviously try to stunt the run game. 
Mark Rohde, our Bears reporter, our Bears reporter is here. We're talking Bears, Bears Chargers on Sunday night. And Mark's joining me on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. I think one of, among the things I've seen from Tyson Bajan, because he's thrown so many passes in his life, he's completed so many passes in his life. He has completed over 1,000 passes. He's completed 1,400 passes, plus if you include the NFL, but in college alone. And scouts use that as a barometer. And by comparison, Justin Fields is not at 1,000 passes total, college and pro. And there's something, scouts love the idea that this guy's thrown a lot of passes and he's been there. So two things, there are many things to develop out of that. I think he has a really good internal clock like he knows to get rid of it knows when to get rid of it or knows he can he he has a pocket presence with the reliability of okay i'm running out of time i'm out of time get rid of this that kind of stuff which will be important with the two pass rushers that the chargers have do you see a difference between or what kind of difference do you see between Bajant's response and internal clock in the pocket and Justin Fields' response and internal clock in the pocket. Well, it, it was very good in his game last week, but when he came in for Justin Fields, he he definitely had it was strip sacked, and that yeah. was a lack of pocket presence. So... He did adjust, I suppose you could say, in last week's game against the Raiders, and he was good at doing the the one little move to elude and then to keep his eyes downfield or to the outlet guys. Did a good job of that, not just to take off and run, give himself like what, and, and obviously I'm not comparing these guys, but it's just an easy reference point. You know, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, very good at just making that one little move to elude pressure, stay in the pocket, and make a pass. Now, we saw Tyler Bajan doing, or Tyson Bajan doing a lot of that on a smaller scale, and that is really important. So from one week to the next, he certainly improved in that regard, but I'm not just going to give Tyson Bajan that after one game, but he was he was very good at it, and he did, yeah, you're right, he had all the awareness in the world Let's see what it looks like when Khalil Mack and uh, they've got a Bosa. There's a Bosa on their team. It's Joey of the Bosas. They got a Bosa. (laughs) I always look at teams. I was like, okay, when I'm starting my preparation, do they have a Bosa? Check. There is a Bosa. Folks, we've got a Bosa. There is a Bosa on the Chargers. He's not, I I think he's the lesser of the Bosas. Um, And he only has two sacks this year. Has not had a sack in his last two games. There's a three sacks. I think he has three sacks all together this year. And, you know, the thing with Mac too, is, is that he had the six sack game and has one sack otherwise, and has not had a sack in his last two games. So that obviously doesn't mean that Khalil Mack is uh, somebody that you're not worried about, but for whatever it's worth, he has been really productive in one game. And then the rest of the season, not as so I don't know if that does anything for you, Steve, but there it is. Well, it does. It leads me to ask the question of who, who's going to be blocking for Bajan. Who's going to be stopping. Who's healthy enough. Who do you think will be starting and facing the aforementioned uh, Khalil Mack and the garden variety Bosa? 
here's what it'll be. It's going to be Lucas Patrick starting at – it'll be exactly what it was last week. I'll oh. just go left to right. Larry Borum will be your left tackle. Your left guard is going to be Cody Whitehair. Lucas Patrick is going to be your center. Your right guard is going to be Tevin Jenkins. And guess what? Darnell Wright is going to be good to go at right tackle. He was a full participant in practice yesterday. Oh. Make no mistake about it, Darnell Wright is going to be hurting. He is going to be playing through pain. He's got... I saw him in the locker room yesterday, got a big bandage, like a big ace bandage over the shoulder. He seemed to didn't seem to be moving as gingerly in the locker room as I saw him the other day because he's got the foot thing as well. But they say all systems are a go for this uh, this starting five. Well, that's good news for both the passing game, the quarterback we've talked about, and the running game uh, likely to be Dante Foreman again. I, I don't know what it was that kept him out of – the backfield, uh, even if you really love Khalil Herbert, when the, the ferocity with which this guy has run and gained yards, and I, I just I don't know how the Bears didn't see this or didn't think they could benefit by it before. What has been their response or answers or thinking? Uh, I mean, the Bears aren't going to tell us why he was sitting. I mean, there's no big uh, story there yet in terms of exactly why, other than it's a numbers game and Khalil Herbert was their guy. And really, look, let's be honest. I mean, what demoted Deontay Foreman early in the season was the Bears' desire to develop Roshan Johnson. Mm. So that, if you want to just make it simple, that's what it was. But to your point, now he has gotten in. He has played really well with the carries, and they're they're not they're still not overusing him. I mean, look in the last two games, he's averaging around 15 or 16 carries, but he's getting the most out of them. And yeah, I mean, they've set up a situation here where we were asking Roshan Johnson this week because he'll be good to go. We were asking him, you know, do you got to earn your place back? And, you know, the answer was, look, we're all in this together and, you know, we'll, we just want to win. So, it's, you know, they all spoke in generalities and all that. But there is an interesting situation brewing with the running game. And there's no reason it would be dumb not to at least put Deontay Foreman out there and let him just roll until he's not effective, you know. And, you know, obviously you still give – Roshan Johnson carries. I don't know. I assume Darrington Evans is going to be active for this game. And, you know, for the for the time being, at least for another couple of weeks, Khalil Herbert is going to be out. So I imagine that Deontay Foreman will continue to be a big part of it. But to really, you know, try to answer your original question, I don't know specifically why they weren't, why this guy wasn't even active, because that is a slap in the face. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know. And I thought, He's he's constantly had to prove himself everywhere, and then he's proven it, and then he has to do it again. And at some point, does somebody when does somebody <laughs> believe him? Because those numbers from last year and the year before, and every team that says, "Oh yeah, let's get him off his couch and put him in our backfield," there he goes. There, here he's running for a thousand yards. I I don't know. You know, it's funny now that I'm thinking about it, the Bears have two guys like that on their team that are every time they play, they're effective, but they can't really find a home in the NFL. The other person on the Bears that I'm talking about is on defense. Do you know who I'm talking about? You want to take a guess at it? You and Sean want to take a little guess I, at which player on the defense would be most like the player on the Bears offense that never really sticks but is always effective? I'm going to say your defensive choice is Strowman. 
No. No, but I do like Stroman, the Stro Show, Greg Stroman, who, when last the Bears played in prime time, he shined. The guy that I'm talking about, yeah. Ngakwe. Ngakwe. Yeah, every, I mean, like, and you know, he's not having any trouble getting on the field for the Bears, obviously, and he'll play. He'll, you will not see that guy be inactive because, you know, the, nobody's getting to the quarterback yeah. still. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but he's the same. He's kind of like that too. It's like he's got a he's a new team every year. He's got to prove himself every year, and then he moves on. And that could be the exact same thing for Deontay Foreman. So, Fair. in other words, Deontay Foreman is to the offense as Ngakwe is to the defense. Wasn't oh my God, are you doing like SAT questions now? I thought we killed oh the SAT. My God. We stopped the SAT. I didn't even know the transitive property. Oh boy, did did they really stop? I was never an SAT guy. I took the eight, what they call the ACT, when I was in college. Um, but I didn't. Do they not do those tests anymore? Is that true? I don't know that a lot. Many colleges have stopped counting them. Stop you and and I. I, thought, oh. I don't know if they demand the SAT anymore. I was lucky to spell S A N T, and I had to do this, and <laughs> I took it at least twice, and I don't think I got. 1600 if you added it together it was really a it was a very <laughs> sad thing so i'm well, happy for the kids who don't have to be tortured by this for the rest of their life with the same kind of of oozing mental and emotional s- sores that i've had to drag around with me it sounds like i might be pretty effective at teaching a prep course <laughs> with the, oh yeah that's it there's a future for well what did i huh? yeah yeah, well, you saw what I just did, Sean. Right. I mean, I think that right now people driving around are like, "Wow, boy, Grody really just nailed that." I'm gonna, I gotta go home and uh, tell my family about this here. What was that again? Oh yeah, Deontay Foreman is to the offense, and Gakway is to the defense. Neat. Yeah, there, there's a T-shirt. Okay, so we'll step up in the the next section of the SAT test because it happened twice on Molly and Holly. Oh, before I do this, I want to. Sh- I heard you with on Bernstein and Holmes and a terrific bit of observational reporting because the question is going to be what happens, what if the Bears win and Justin Fields is ready to come back? Like, and, and I'll discuss that in a minute. But you saw Justin Fields this week and share with the class what you saw him do and with that, that right thumb in question. Well, it's even better than that, Steve, because it was actually last week that I made this observation oh. when, yeah, yeah. Or was it this week, man? The week, I believe it was last week. Yeah, it was. It was last week when the, you know, when the injury was relatively fresh, I did see Justin Fields come into the locker room. He was wearing like a loose bandage on the hand and thumb. And then I saw him take it off. And then I saw him with his right hand. He was texting with his thumb, like most people do. Um, you know, holding the phone in, in his hand, texting with his thumb. So that doesn't mean he could throw a football, but it does mean to me that his thumb is not completely disabled at this point. So I thought it was interesting to see that. And uh, him, you know, and for whatever it's worth, and this probably is not worth as much, you know, he's very present still in the locker. So I'm in there yesterday, or was it Thursday? But he came in and he was smiling, joking around with the guys. And, you know, so I think that while... This has got us, well, I know it sucks for him, you know, like any starting quarterback, they hate missing games, 
Um, and, and and I would think that human nature would also dictate that he's probably a little tired of hearing about Tyson Bajan too. Um, so, I mean, right? I mean, yeah. let's be let's be real about it. No matter what, you know, Justin Fields is going to say all the right things. He's going to act the part. He's going to be a supportive to the quarterbacks and to his team. But if I'm Justin Fields, I'm like, ah, can we just get through this, please? Mm-hmm. Can you know? Um, so yeah, that's that's where Justin Fields is. And look, I've been saying all along, you know, my prediction with him just based on information that i've received and the observations that i just shared i I do think justin fields will be back next week i do believe that that i think he will have missed two games and then he'll be back in there as the Bears' starting quarterback okay there are two ways there are three ways to look at what a quarterback does uh does a team win despite him Sort of that was the Rex Grossman story in that game in Arizona when Brian Urlacher had a thousand tackles and Dustin and Devin Hester <laughs> ran the ball, right? That's they won despite Rex Grossman. Then you win with him. And you could say the bull the Bears won with Tyson Bajant last week. And then you get to the level, the tier you want to be is you win because of that quarterback. That's the guy you're looking for. You could start with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, those, that's what you do. So if the Bears beat the Chargers with or because of Tyson Bajan, would you give Tyson Bajan another start, no matter what Justin Fields says? I think that I will, and this probably goes along the lines of what you're saying, if, if, he, like, if we're all watching the game and we know that he – dominates if he throws for 260 yards three touchdowns and throw in a pick just because that's normal um yeah sure stuff, you know, i can't just stuff the stat sheet yeah you know at some point in time that's going to happen probably and even if it's like on a hail mary or no wait that would be peterman's throw <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow peterman's quarterback rating goes to negative 50 for his one pick um tyson but no, yeah, I mean, you're asking the great question. It's a fun question too. You know, look, if he, if he, he's gotta, he's gotta dominate. If he dominates the game, that then we've got something. Then we've got something. But if he's really gotta throw big, you know, I mean, if he, I, I put the number last week at 200 yards passing to make it an interesting week of talk. He didn't get there. He was at 160, and I thought that we did a pretty good job of keeping Tyson Bajan in perspective last week. I don't think anybody, I mean, obviously a lot of people calling, you know, there are Bajan fans for sure. I get that, but I don't remember anybody getting out of control with Tyson Bajan and thinking that he is, he is absolutely the answer. But I will say if this guy dominates the game, if he dominates the game, and that's what he would have to do, then yeah, then we talk about it. But if it's, if he, if he does a good job for it, cause that's what last week was Tyson Bajan, look very good for a backup quarterback. Now, I allow for the possibility that Tyson Bajan could go up a level, that he absolutely can, and that's what we're all watching with a a fresh sheet. I will erase everything on my board before that game starts, anything that I'm thinking about him, and just let him play and see what happens. And if he dominates, then we'll talk. Okay. I look forward to talking. I look forward. And, by the way, should you pursue that other line of work you were discussing – 847 Texture says the SAT is the state test juniors take, but a lot of colleges have gone test optional. This may not be a permanent change, though. And 845 Texture says I work for a school district. Illinois takes the SAT in high school. It replaced the ACT a few years back. 
So you you can get your prep course together based on those texts. Okay. If anybody is interested, you can contact me <laughs> at, at the uh, score. At Mark Rody Sports. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. Just hit me up with a message. You know, parents will uh, get together. We'll maybe we'll do it at a park district or something like that and just uh we'll do it all day long. It's gonna be great. Okay. Mark Rody, S A T prep course. Sure. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Will you come and be a guest? Will you be a guest speaker for my students? Right. I will I will just show up and start talking and then you can correct me and then everybody will be impressed with how much the instructor knows. Uh, I'll be the reason uh, that people can see they should be taking the course from you. <laughs> I'm here to help. I'm a giver, not I a don't know why. Saturday it's suckers. very funny to me. Think about you. Yeah. <laughs> you coming in. Hello, kids. Guess what? You guys have been great. You've earned Steve Rosenblum as right. your keynote speaker. <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? Yeah. Thanks, Mark. You're all looking at you. What is, who is what this is guy? Who what is, is this? What is he saying? <laughs> what is this? Connected dots. What? <laughs> There you go. This is no, there's no dots here. We have to do this. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right, Stevie Sunshine. Thanks. I'm actually uh, just. I will close on this. I'm at my parents right now. I have a list of things that they need done. So uh, Gene and Gare put me to work today. So I've got to go. This has gone on way too long. Where is the going to the jewels on the list? Did there will Gene, be no. Actually, we'll be going to the. We we have to go to the. Actually, there will be a Jules trip. My mom just said she needed something. It was some sort of spice, oh, Mark, and I, so, I told her I would something. go. Yeah, I need some vanilla extract or something like that. Um, and then uh, Gare and I are heading off to the hardware store. We got some hardware work to do today. So. All right. Wow. That's right. That's right, buddy. That's right. Okay. Well, good luck. Good luck with your nuts and screws. Explain that reference to the kids, by the way, at some point in time during your show, what you just did there, because I don't think that that no, uh, still sorry, works. Sorry, I'm but not. Anyway. A, some got some texters who don't understand what I mean by Max Levine. Well, go ahead, bash Chicago sports, said one texter, but you're calling Zach Levine Max Levine. No, I'm not explaining that. Oh, you so you're doing the max contract thing? Is that yeah. what you're doing? Right, try and like you get okay. it. Or that, you don't. No, no, I'm sorry. glad you cleared that up because. I was kind of listening peripherally early, and I heard that too. And I'm like, "Oh, Steve's making mistakes. No, oh, here we go. The mistakes yeah. are starting. Here yeah, we go." But no, okay, I got you, Max Levine. It's the wake and bake SAT prep. That's what a texter suggested. <laughs> <laughs> We're there. We oh, got gotcha. you. We're good. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> See you guys. Bye bye. Before Chicago takes on LA, tune in tomorrow from four to seven p.m. For the PNC Bank pregame show right here on 670 The Score, presented by your local Ford dealers and Fox Valley Coins. Join Mully, Olin Krutz, and Patrick Manley as they'll get you set for the game. PNC Bank, official bank of the Chicago Bears. Then immediately following the game, we'll have instant reaction from Mark Grody, you just heard him, Olin, and Pat on the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew. All of it can be heard on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. You're going to hear Olin Krutz after this break. Come back real quick. He was on Parkinson Spiegel. He had an idea about what Justin Fee. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Saturday Suckage. Steve Rosenblum, Chicago Sports Radio 670 score. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Welcome and welcome back. Steve Rosenblum, I suck so you don't have to. Top of the hour, Habarkish, senior NFL analyst for The Score. And that means he's just, that means he's important. He's one of our top guys because when you get to my age and Hub's age, when you hear senior analysts like, Wait, are you discriminating? Are you guys ageists? We're not meaning that in an ageist way. Hubble will be here, and we'll talk about Tyson Bajant and the Bears and going out to L.A. and, and facing the charges. But for now, yesterday afternoon on Parkins and Spiegel, Olin Krutz made his regularly scheduled visit, the, the legendary Bears center, and he has become as fierce with his football thoughts as he was as a football player. And I want to bring this back for you to hear, for you to consider. Here's what he thought Justin Fields should do. I want to see Beijing again. I'll tell you guys why. Um, I don't think the the Bears have shown you that they're not going to design an offense around Justin Fields, right? It's not that that any of us think Justin Fields can't win in the NFL, that we don't see his immense talent, that we don't see the way he runs the ball, that we don't think he's a dynamic playmaker. It's just that the Bears are insisting <laughs> that they want a quarterback that can beat you from the pocket. And the only thing that tells me that is the film. The film tells me that they insist on uh, Coach Getsy, Coach Eberflus, Ryan Poles. They want a quarterback in the pocket. They don't want these college concepts. They don't want, the, they don't want to run a lot of quarterback runs. They don't want to run a lot of zone reads. So if you're going to do that, if, if I'm Justin Fields, guys, I want out of Chicago. I want to go somewhere where they use me the way I think I can help a team win, the way I think I can be elite. So I think they, they should stay with Bajan. Because, because that's the kind of quarterback they want anyway, to put him in the pocket, uh, to, to make the throws, and just to be efficient running the offense from the pocket. Isn't that the antithesis of what coaching is supposed to be? Build the system around your talent and not try to force the talent into the system? Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, like they hired uh, Coach Getty, and, you know, he comes with a certain system. I'm sure they interviewed him, and they asked him what he was going to run, and they could turn on the Green Bay Packers film. And they can see what he was going to run. So I'm sure they knew what kind of system he was bringing to Chicago. And they already had Justin Fields. So they knew what, what they were going to kind of system they were going to put him in, right? And uh, we go all the way back to his last game. And we, you know, everybody watched it a million times. Uh, they're in empty against the Minnesota Vikings. And he's got to get the ball out and all this all this stuff. But, but like you're saying, uh, Danny, like they'll go one week and there'll be quarterback runs. And they'll get him out of the pocket and move him around. And they'll play a defense that you think, like, they're going to have to move this guy around a lot, the Minnesota Vikings and Flores, and they lead the league in blitz percentage and all that stuff we talked about. But they showed you that day they're not going to do it. So, so why keep forcing him out there and making him do things he doesn't do? That was Olin Cruz on with Parkinson Spiegel yesterday. If he's Justin Fields, he goes and asks for a trade. We're sitting here thinking, and, and, and for legit reasons, you guys – you guys looked at me, and I and I brought this up before. If he's 
Olin Krutz put it on film and talked about the film, said he read it from the film. Their scheme tells you their scheme is more precious to them than whatever talent they've evaluated. And we heard this with Matt Nagy. And he was just going to insist that Mitch Trubisky was going to be a pocket quarterback. Now, whatever Trubisky talents were, and they were wildly overrated, and he's not gone on to win a Super Bowl somewhere else. The idea that you're forcing a guy into a situation, you're putting him in a position to fail because your scheme is so precious. So you're damn right. You better be right about a guy that you have in that situation. That's what happens with the scheme. Or you get fired like Matt, Mike Nagy did. And we don't know what will happen with, with Getze, but, Lord, I would love to see Tyson Bajan light it up. That would just be great. And, again, if we're still asking whether Justin Fields is the guy and you see Tyson Bajan manage this offense, run this offense, the, the offense that they want, then don't you already have your answer about Justin Fields? And Olin Cruz gave you another one. We will continue this discussion. Tyson Bajan, Justin Fields, and the Bears with Habarkish after this break. Top of the hour. Steve Rosenblum, Saturday Suckage. I suck so you don't have to. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.